Follow Sports Call on Twitter at Sports Call AU. Like us on Facebook at Sports Call AU. Welcome back to Sports Call on this Thursday, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm and the Tiger Communications app. Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and TP Hammock with you here on this Thursday. And we are now excited to go to our orthopedic clinic phone line where we welcome on Cole Pinkston of On3 and Auburn Line. Kind enough to give us some of his very busy time out of his very busy schedule here on this Thursday with all the recruiting news and transfer portal news. Cole, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. How are things in your world? Oh, man, things are crazy. Uh, <laughs> nonstop, ever since, the, well, before the Iron Bowl, but really cranked up since the Iron Bowl has been over, no doubt. And you see, Cole, like, I don't know if you ever thought about it this way, but you kind of have an inverse relationship with Auburn people, their happiness in recruiting, and your workload because the busier you are the happier auburn is because they're recruiting the heck out of this thing but if you're if you're not as busy then okay they're not doing as well the recruiting trails i don't know if you ever thought of it that way but uh of course a lot of players that auburn is targeting right now as you mentioned but uh take us through these last couple weeks just just how far reaching has this uh late push before signing day been so far well i'll put it this way when freeze took over a year ago yesterday, that's when things got cranked up <laughs> for a hard job in recruiting. Sure. It's like out of nowhere, you, you're, you're writing 10 stories a day about recruits because of offers and, and interest in Auburn and visits and things of that nature. So it's never stopped from that day, um, and it keeps going. That's the way that it's been under Hugh Freeze, and uh, that's a good thing, like you said. But, you know, the push towards signing day, they got a couple weeks. About to hit into December here. They're going to get some um, in-home visits done with their top targets, with their commits, and try to get everybody signed up in December. You know, sometimes they leak over into January and February, but if they can get the whole class signed in December, then they're, you know, ahead of the game with the transfer portal. And, Cole, we will get to transfer portal in just a couple minutes, but let's focus on uh, some of these guys. And and first I want to ask this, and this might be dumb-dumb question of the year. I I don't know. Uh, But – we look at visits like this past weekend we see the crazy environment we see all the great things to it uh, and we know that auburn had a laundry list of guys for both 24 and 25 there at the iron bowl does the game result impact things greatly in recruits mind as long as it close like like if say as we all hoped uh, that pass would not have been complete would that have changed anything in anyone's mind or is it just more about okay, we see how close they are, we see the facilities, we see the relationship with coaches. Just just take us through uh, recruits' minds when it comes to the result of these close games. Yeah, that was a big question before the game happened all week from people that subscribe to us and on Twitter and everything. You know, what, what does Auburn have to do in this game in order to help recruiting? And in my opinion, it was it didn't matter what the score was. You just had to show like you, you cared, like you had some fight. Like, you could make a turnaround from a big loss to New Mexico State. And, and obviously that happened. I mean, you can't, you can't walk away from that game and not be happy with your fight and, and, and what you put up in that game. And even uh, just sometimes dominating um, an Alabama front, you know, with the offensive line or um, stopping the run, doing things that they 
haven't normally done against Alabama in the past couple of years. So you showed that. You showed fight. You showed all of that. And you showed the atmosphere. Uh, the, the guys, the recruits we talked to, they just can't get over it. They can't get over how awesome it was and student section being there two and a half hours before the kick and all this kind of stuff. So, Cole, I'm going to go with the road less traveled here. I know that Ryan and Brooks are going to ask about Cam Coleman and Ryan <laughs> Williams, but I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to talk about Ryan Williams' quarterback there, K.J. Lacey, 2025 Texas commit. I know he was there for the Iron Bowl. Is there any chance that Auburn can get in on that recruitment? I mean, he's been to Auburn a few times, and uh, I know the fans have been really talking about uh, Mr. Lacey and a potential flip. Yeah, K.J. Lacey might be – the main I'm not going to say he's the main guy but he's definitely one of the top two to three quarterback targets for the 2025 class of course he's committed to Texas right now a lot of people believe that he could probably end up back in state whether it be Auburn or Alabama or um, a couple of other schools are recruiting him too but I kind of like where Auburn's you know starting to make a move with him and maybe get his attention more I don't know if Auburn's going to be the choice quite yet but, you know, with quarterbacks in the 25 class, it's it's getting close to time for them to make a decision. They don't drag things out typically. So we're, we're getting pretty close to a, uh, a decision. I think you'll probably see K.J. Lacey back um, maybe right after signing day, make a visit, and they'll start to make a push for him is my guess. Cole, when you look at signing day coming up here in a couple weeks, uh, what what are some positions that the this this team is not quite filled in uh, with the signing class right now that they're really making a push here in these next few weeks? Uh, offensive line, I think, is number one. You, you have one offensive line commit in DeAndre Carter from um, Modern Day High School in California. That's a huge one, but you got to have some more. You know, we know there's a couple more targets there. Cohen Eccles, the guy that's committed to A and M, was at the Iron Bowl. Um, Seth Wilfred, who is a JUCO offensive lineman, is going to visit here in the next week or so. They need at least maybe three to four guys there on the offensive line, and then they can go look in the portal. So that's a big play. And then you have receiver. Honestly, they have three good ones, Perry Thompson, Malcolm Simmons, Bryce Kane. But as y'all mentioned, uh, Cam Coleman's still out there. Uh, Ryan Williams is still out there. And, you know, there's the potential of him possibly reclassifying. So you got those out there and I think they want to finish with those guys I think they would consider it a loss if they didn't finish with one or two of those guys and, and so Cole let, let me go ahead here it is <laughs> let, me, let me ask about him and let me start with Ryan Williams a little bit because I, I, I truthfully have no idea on this is there any in terms of if he decides to reclassify is there more one more likely outcome for a school in that like if he reclassifies, that means it's more likely to be Auburn. Or if he reclassifies, it's more likely to be Alabama. Is there any bearing on, on the reclassification and the likeliness to go somewhere, or do those two things kind of not relate? I don't think it makes a huge difference. I, I will say that Auburn probably thinks it helps them because they can sell immediate playing time. I mean, a lot of the guys that you're, you've seen for Alabama make big plays at receiver this season are, are coming back. And they have a pretty loaded room. A lot of good players in that room for Alabama at receiver. Um, Auburn, you know, trying to – I mean, they they might have some big-time portal attrition there. And when I, when I, what I mean by that is they may lose some numbers in that room before it's over with. So there's opportunity, um, especially for, you know, for him and Cam Coleman and all these guys coming in. 
freshmen are going to play at that at that position next season. And if that's the case, you would think that it probably doesn't hurt Auburn, if that makes sense. Sure. And then on Cam, Col- uh, Cam Coleman, uh, obviously that we've went, gone through this before. A lot of people felt good about him going to Auburn. He then commits to A&M a few months back. Well, now there's a coaching change. And now also his position coach, one that Auburn knows very well, Damian Craig, was let go of there at A&M. So give me the latest on the likelihood of Coleman, and if not, at least the timetable on when we're expecting a decision. Yeah, well, you, you can add me in on people who thought he was going to commit to Auburn because I put <laughs> in a prediction for it uh, right the day before he committed to A&M, actually. So would love to get that one back, that <laughs> prediction. Uh, maybe it might happen. You know, he's um, he's he's been quietly visiting Auburn on and off here in the past two months, I would say, where it's nothing for him to ride up there because he's from Phoenix City, you know, but that's good. I mean, that was a trend that we started seeing before Jimbo Fisher was fired, before Damian Craig got let go. So we knew Auburn was making a move again. But now you have all that attrition going on there at Texas A&M. Um, we know Florida State and Georgia are probably in the picture too, but it just seems like right now Auburn's got the momentum again. This guy's a little bit unpredictable on what he might do, so you have to keep your, you know, keep your head on a swivel with that. But I, I, I mean, I like Auburn for Cam Coleman right now. All right, Cole, let's go portaling here now uh, as we continue on uh, here on Sports Call. When you look at this this Auburn team right now, and, and, and before we get to looking at guys that could come here. Only about two to three guys have uh, officially, you know, officially unofficially said they're going to be entering the portal from Auburn. Do you think that number is going to be lower than what some people think, or do you think that there's going to be a little bit of an influx here over the next week or so? I do. I think there's going to be more. Um, I don't know exactly what the number is going to be. Wouldn't surprise me if it got it into double digits on how many guys left Auburn. Um, just looking at the roster numbers, trying to figure things out, knowing that they do want to bring in some guys to try to, you know, get the talent level up and get some production and all of that. So, you know, in this world of NIL, that's that's part of the business of it. There's a lot of turmoil and a lot of uh, shuffling of the roster, especially when you're trying to rebuild things. And you're trying to get young depth, too, because, um, you know, at Auburn Live, we do a, a chart showing the class year, your freshmen, your sophomores, juniors. The sophomore and junior class, they're missing a lot of guys. Okay. The 2021 recruiting class for Auburn has one guy left in it, Jarquez Hunter. So that's got to be addressed. And I think really the only way to do it is through the portal. So, Cole, let's just say this hypothetically. If Auburn could get one player in the portal, I know there's still going to be a lot more to enter even after this weekend's over. Currently, who would you get for Auburn and why? No question, it is Riley Leonard, the quarterback. And and here's the thing about that. I, I'm actually, um, if, if you follow us at Auburn Live, I do a lot of breakdowns. And I've been pretty impressed for the most part with Peyton Thorne. I think a lot of the pieces around him have to get better in order for him to be more successful at Auburn. That's my stance on it. Not everyone agrees with it, and that's totally fine. Um, I think he's done a lot of good things. I think he operates the offense cleanly. But there's nothing like good competition. And a guy like Riley Leonard brings that. I'd love to see those two battle it out. I think Riley Leonard is pretty dynamic himself and could be an excellent quarterback at Auburn. So he's in the portal. 
um, you know, there's a chance. We, we know Auburn's got interest, and um, we'll see what happens. That would be my pick, though. I, I guess the difference this year, Cole, is that Peyton Thorne is a guy they feel can start in this league and, and someone they could work with uh, for next year if they if they feel like it. I know that they maybe gave that some sort of lip service with Robbie Ashford this year too, but I mean it was clear that they were going after many different guys that tried to hit the portal uh, last year. This year, do you think that because Thorne is maybe a little more established in their minds, they worked with them all year with this coaching staff, do you feel that if they miss on their top target or two at the position, they might just go and say, ah, okay, we'll just uh, we'll kind of regroup with Peyton and with Gardner and, and Walker White and whoever. Or do you think that they pretty much, even if it's not someone that might be perceived as the future starter, do you think they'll try to add someone no matter what? Yeah, I think you, you have to the, – the crazy thing about what's going on right now is that the transfer portal is not technically open yet. It opens <laughs> in about a week. Guys are just announcing their intentions, and there's so much more to come. I mean, it's going to be crazier than last year, I think. So you you, you probably could expect some some maybe departures from the quarterback room right now. I, I wouldn't count it. I wouldn't count it out. I just put it that way. I don't know. I don't have any intel on that. That's just my guess. Sure. With the law of averages. If that is the case, you're probably going to have to get another quarterback in there just for numbers' sake. But there's some strategy to it. Do you want to get a guy that's got three or four years, a young guy, or do you want to get a guy that's like a grad transfer? He's got some seasoning on him. Is that what you're going for? I, I think it is. I think that's what they're going to try to get is a grad transfer with one year. And then I think they feel really good about Walker White coming in and Hank Brown. I heard some good things about Hank Brown who's still on the roster. So that could be the future that they're looking at, but they, they, they know that they have to bridge the gap somewhere. He's Cole Pinkston of On3 Auburn Live. Cole, we really appreciate the time today. Give our listeners an overview of what will be going on recruiting-wise there with On3 and Auburn Live here in the coming weeks. Yep, everything. Signing day, um, 2024 class, 25 class. Auburn even got a 2026 commitment today. You can read about that. Um, AuburnLive.com, $1 gets you in for one month. You know, if if that didn't work out for you, I'll loan you a (laughs) dollar. Uh, that sounds like a great deal to us. Cole Pinkson of On3 Auburn Live today with us. Cole, as always, we do appreciate the time. I know, again, things are very busy for you, but uh, we certainly do appreciate and appreciate you and uh, wish you well here in covering all this madness in the next few weeks. Yeah, appreciate you all for having me on again.